This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Angus Dunphy. Now, the United States is facing a tumultuous year, and indeed, it's already begun. There is, of course, the key presidential election in November, which looks like it will be contested by Donald Trump and the incumbent Joe Biden. However, there's a lot of road to travel between now and then, and part of that road will involve a case taken by Jack Smith, prosecutor, specially appointed by the Department of Justice, who has charged Donald Trump in relation to the events of January 6th, 2021, when Trump appeared to incite insurrection. It ended in death and danger for many working at the Capitol, which is the heart of American democracy. And nobody can recall anything like it, in modern times, that is. And nobody can recall a president engaging in the behavior that Trump engaged in. So, at this moment, as we speak, Colorado, which is a state that has eliminated or refused to allow Trump to contest the primary election in that state on the grounds that he is an insurrectionist, is arguing its case as we speak in the Supreme Court, and that will have a certain degree of consequence, I'm sure. But we're joined now from Washington by Niall Stanich, Associate Editor of The Hill, an outstanding Washington newspaper respected for its impartiality, and Niall is also White House columnist for The Hill. Niall, there is this case, and just before... I began speaking to you. I was listening to the oral testimony and questioning in the Supreme Court. It's fascinating to hear. Colorado have taken a case which they're not expected to win, but were they to win it, it would be hugely significant, wouldn't it? Oh, it would, absolutely, because Colorado, as you say, have disqualified, as it stands right now, uh, Donald Trump from appearing on the Republican primary ballot. If that were to be somehow upheld, then it would clearly open the door for other states, uh, other secretaries of state and other election officials 
if they were so minded, to bar Trump from the ballot in their states too. Now, I would say, based on what I have heard of the oral arguments so far just before speaking to you, uh, I wouldn't be putting a lot of money on Colorado's chances. I mean, the, the court seems, I think, broadly skeptical of the Colorado case. And of course, there is a six to three standing conservative majority on the Supreme Court, which further strengthens former President Trump's chances. Now, the crisis has begun really in the United States, in the Congress, which has a Republican majority, a narrow one. The Speaker of Congress is a far-right, what we would call fanatic, really, and, and strange in many of his views. For example, one of his views being that people who are gay can have what he calls their condition reversed by therapy, and he argued that for five years and continues to believe in it. Donald Trump appears to be in control of that segment of Congress, and it's a very important one with a majority at the moment. He appears to be in control of them, and he has stopped a bill that would, A, solve the border problem that he is going to run on and accuse Biden of being the cause of, and B, it would provide money for Ukraine to help defend it against the Russian assault launched by Vladimir Putin. This is crippling Biden's efforts to solve a border problem, and Trump is going to run very much on the idea that the border problem won't be solved by Biden. This is dirty politics. It's brazen. It's crazy in some ways that the person who's stopping this, blocking support for the border measures, is also going to run accusing Joe Biden of not implementing the border measures. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a very uh, peculiar uh, um, course of events that we have seen in relation to this, Eamon, because initially uh, there was a proposal to give aid to Ukraine, perhaps tied with aid to Israel, etc. And Republicans in Congress said, we don't really want to do, I mean, essentially said, we don't really want to do that, but we might do it if you tie those foreign aid measures together with border security, as they term it. And there is a very genuine uh, concern about the southern border where encounters between unauthorized migrants and border patrol agents reached an all-time high in December. Over 300,000 people, uh, or 300,000 encounters, I should say, because some of the encounters involved the same people, um, in one month. So, you had that as a context or as a backstory. Um, there was then rather painstaking negotiation between uh, a Republican, a Democrat, and an independent senator, Kirsten Sinema of Arizona, that came up with this package of proposals to indeed uh, strengthen or harden the border. Um, and then Republicans basically walked away from it, largely at Trump's urging. He came out and criticized it in very vigorous terms. They mostly don't want to get crosswise with him. And as you say, the potency of the argument from an electoral perspective is very significant. It is one of Biden's worst polling arguments and uh, immigration, I mean, worst polling issues. It's a big vulnerability for him. And uh, Trump successfully, I think, won the day among Republicans with the argument that they should not uh, assist Biden in addressing a political vulnerability. That will be held against him 
in November. Mike Johnson is the speaker concerned. He is an extremist in some of his views. But that's where America is at the moment. It also places Ukraine in real difficulty now. They need more recruits. They need perhaps conscription. But there is a feeling now that they are losing seriously to Putin. The war is going Putin's way. And remarkably, Tucker Carlson, one of Trump's close associates, a former contributor, a star contributor to Fox News and one of the highest paid journalists, if you can call him that, in America, but certainly polemicists. There's even rumors he might run for vice president. He's in Moscow and he's got an interview with Vladimir Putin. Meanwhile, there are two American journalists languishing in Russian jails for some time now on trumped-up charges, if you forgive the pun, This is some country, Mm. especially if Tucker Carlson gets to run for the vice presidency. And some people think he may eventually run for the presidency. Can you tell us about Tucker Carlson and the power he once wielded very effectively on Fox News? So Tucker Carlson's whole trajectory has been a curious one, and it's in some way reflective of the trajectory of the Republican Party. Tucker Carlson sort of made his name originally when he was really quite young as quite a gifted magazine writer in particular. He then moved on from there to sort of debate or discussion shows on cable news where he was, uh, I would say, an an arch-conservative, but of a very uh, traditional, almost rather stuffy type, used to wear a bow tie despite his youth and and argue, as I say, fairly classic conservative positions. Um, In recent years, he has become uh, much more of a Trumpy figure, uh, far more so, has become very critical of the Republican Party, but is also embracing some very peculiar positions, as is the case with this interview with Putin. Um, By the time people hear this podcast that may have appeared, it has not uh, done so yet. But basically, uh, during uh, Carlson's time at Fox News, he sort of adopted this uh, populist rhetoric, despite himself being the heir to a uh, very considerable fortune through his family and living a very rarefied life. He sort of adopted this persona of the... um, uh, you know, champion of sort of, I don't even know if working class Americans is the right phrase, disaffected Americans. Yes. He left Fox News. The exact reasons why he was ousted are disputed, but it came immediately after Fox paid a vast, vast sum of money yes. to settle a defamation case taken against them by Dominion Voting Systems. Yes, $800 million and Fox actually got rid of him. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I'm I'm reading a book about Fox that he he features in, but this case Dominion took, they were looking for a billion, and had they persisted, might have got it. But they got $800 million from Rupert Murdoch, Mm. and Tucker got the boot. Yes, and the he got taken off the air and had his show cancelled very suddenly, which is probably in, in the book that you're reading. I mean, as yes. I understand it, he was contacted one day and basically told, you're not going on air tonight. Uh, yep. Then Fox was holding him under contract so he couldn't go to any other uh, cable news network, which is why he now makes these shows on, on Twitter and things like that. But 
to make a long and rather complicated story short, the Dominion case exposed various other communications internally at Fox that reflected very badly on the network in general and on Tucker Carlson in particular. Um, You may have the quotes in front of you. I, I, I don't. But he basically implied that some of the people making these election fraud claims were crazy people, but never said that on the air. I should explain to our listeners that Dominion make the voting machines, mm. that the case being put forward by Trump and his people was that the machines were defective, could be manipulated, and in fact had been manipulated in certain states to Mr. Trump's disadvantage, and that Fox had cited Dominion as the reason and their machines as the reason why Trump lost the election, which was a gross slander, and hence the 800 million that Murdoch had to pay. Mm-hmm. And Rudy Giuliani was Trump's lawyer at that point, and he was particularly vehement in his condemnation of Dominion and, of course, many other people as well. Mm-hmm. So just go back briefly to, is Tucker his real name? Uh, it is his real name, as I recall. Now, his real name involves other uh, more uh, upper-class um, uh, uh, names, but I cannot remember. I know his brother's Buckley Carlson. I remember that, but I can't remember exactly what his real name is. He's the heir to a fish, frozen fish fortune, if yeah. I recall correctly. Tucker Swanson McNear Carlson. Right. I, I'm sorry to take you down this dead end, arguably. However, <laughs> it does give us an insight into who's around Trump, who will be having influence on Trump, but more importantly, the possibility, let's call it no more than that, that Carlson would be able to provide Putin with an insight into Trump's thinking, in particular, with an insight into his thinking on the matter of Ukraine, Mm -hmm. because Trump has history in Ukraine, and it's not particularly pleasant. So this is a very, very serious matter in the context of the instability geopolitically and in particular for President Zelensky and the Ukrainian people. Very very much so. I mean, the, the President Zelensky and the Ukrainian people are going to be running out of bullets and other weaponry in yeah. fairly short order if the United States uh, chokes off its aid. Yes, of course, Ukraine could get assistance from European nations, but they do not typically have the stockpiles or sometimes the willingness to uh, bail in in the way that the United States does. Uh, it Trump, who, of course, you mentioned in the context here of Ukraine, has suggested that he could uh, solve or end the war in one day if he were elected, the widespread assumption being that that resolution would come through uh, forcing or telling or pressuring Ukraine to give up significant amounts of territory to the Russians as the price of peace. It's unprecedented, Niall, that somebody close to a former American president and somebody seeking the presidency next November could be that close to Vladimir Putin, who has launched a war against a peaceful neighbor. It wouldn't have been possible to write a credible book about that 10 years ago, would it? No, I don't think it would. I I think there, you know, the idea that you would have someone elected who was 
in de facto sympathy or proximity, political proximity to Putin, would be regarded as uh, completely unfeasible. It would certainly have been regarded as unfeasible, uh, setting Trump aside for one second. It would certainly have been regarded as unfeasible before, I think, the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, which in many ways sapped the willingness and yes. the uh, enthusiasm of the American people to get involved in these overseas conflicts. And in some ways, I think you can trace some of the roots of that Trumpy isolationism in foreign policy to the uh, quagmire that the United States got bogged down in in both of those conflicts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Now, let's move on, but still stay with matters Trump and indeed with the big case against him, Ty Cobb, who was a special counsel to the White House as Trump was seeking to fight off these various cases. He's got 91 criminal charges against him at the moment, but Robert Mueller at one stage was investigating him. He was speaking after an appeals court ruling against Trump last week. He thought that Jack Smith's case, Jack Smith is a seriously good and clever, it seems, prosecutor brought in specially to deal with the Trump matter and he thought this is a former lawyer now of Mm -hmm. Trump's Cobb said that Trump's case that he was immune as a president Mm -hmm. from criminal charges would be shot down 9-0 by the Supreme Court even taking into account 
the fact that he appointed three of the justices to a court that is now heavily weighted on the Conservative side. This is a serious matter, and mm-hmm. Smith has fought this particular case rather cleverly, hasn't he? He has. I mean, he had sought... So this is the case that Trump has claimed that he is immune from all criminal prosecution. Jack Smith is prosecuting the case relating to January the 6th and the events around the federal case here in Washington, D.C. Jack Smith had wanted the Supreme Court to intervene as early as possible. The reason he wanted to do that is that everyone understands that Trump's whole strategy here is to punt and to put this case on the other side of the presidential election. Trump hopes he will win that presidential election and then order his own Justice Department, as it would then be, to drop the case against him. So Jack Smith wanted the Supreme Court to intervene early and decide it one way or another. They declined to do that. So then it reverted back to an appeals court. The appeals court on Tuesday ruled against Trump. Trump now has two choices. He can go to the Supreme Court and make his case there. or uh, And if that's the case, he can keep the case frozen for a little while, but the Supreme Court's verdict would be the end of the matter. If Trump goes to another bigger version of the appeals court, the underlying case is unfrozen. In other words, the January the 6th criminal case can proceed yes. while the appeals court considers it. So that's the sort of bind that Trump is now in. Everyone assumes he will appeal to the Supreme Court. Yes, because everything he faces now would be wiped, the state would be wiped clean if he should become president in November, in November's election. So he does have a problem now, and the world, of course, will be watching that. Can we talk about Joe Biden now and the degree to which his unqualified support for Israel is hurting him? And this week, the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, returned to the Middle East for the fifth time. He went to Netanyahu, and it looks like he got the cold shoulder in a big way. Netanyahu said he would not in any way do any kind of deal to bring some peace or even a suspension of hostilities there. And he sent Blinken visibly and publicly packing in a big way. This is humiliating America, the source of Israel's money and indeed its arms. This surely must be killing Biden. Doing him serious damage, certainly among the Democratic Party base among uh, more left-wing and progressive voters in particular. If you look at polls, around about half of Democrats disapprove of Biden's handling of the conflict in Gaza. Uh, And that erosion of the Democratic base is damaging in and of itself. It is particularly perilous if we just look at it in a a mercenary electoral perspective, in the state of Michigan, which has a very significant Arab-American population and is one of the six or seven states that are likely to determine the outcome of this year's election. Right now, it is fairly plain that Biden would lose Michigan. Just briefly on the point that you raise about Netanyahu and his humiliation of, of Blinken, Eamon, I do think it's important to note that Netanyahu has made 
really rather clear his preference for Trump over Biden yes. and his preference for Trump to get reelected. Yes. So there is this extraordinary situation where Biden is um, causing significant political damage to himself in his alignment with a foreign leader who wants him to be beaten. It's, a, it's really a quite extraordinary situation in many ways. And at the same time, a close associate of Donald Trump's is courting Vladimir Putin and right. being granted an interview while two American journalists are locked up without any access to the law. We, right. we are in the surreal times, and this election is going to be fought, it appears, in a surreal atmosphere, if we could add in the fact that Nikki Haley, who is being wiped out by Trump, would assuredly beat Joe Biden. You told us mm -hmm. she would trounce him, and the polls in America support that point of view. So it's a surreal and dangerous moment, isn't it, for the world, for the United States of America, and indeed for the Palestinian people, it's a time of unprecedented tragedy, cruelty, and brutality that is shocking the whole world. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the situation in, in Palestine or among the Palestinians in Gaza is just catastrophic. Uh, I mean, the death toll, the human misery inflicted is just appalling. It, it, uh, it is really shocking stuff. In relation to the situation here in the U.S., yes, very surreal in a number of ways, not least the fact, uh, at risk of stating the obvious, but a nation of 330 million people is almost certainly going to have a rematch between an 81-year-old man, in the case of President Biden, who just in the past week has twice confused uh, foreign leaders, uh, 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 President Macron of France with yeah, the with Mitterrand. deceased uh, President Mitterrand, and more recently, uh, the Chancellor, former Chancellor of Germany, Angela Merkel, with Helmut Kohl, who is a figure that I remember from, I think, the 1990s or so. Yes. So you have him on one side and, and Trump on the other, uh, whose uh, misdeeds we have catalogued uh, at, at some length here, uh, you know, not only around January the 6th, but around his general disdain for uh, any kind of democratic norms or guardrails. We also had a moment when Donald Trump mixed up Nancy Pelosi with Nikki Haley and went on doing so for a considerable amount of time. Mm -hmm. So it's not great. Can I just ask you a final question about the prevailing mood in the United States among, you know, as you say, we're talking about over 300 million people, mm. about so many of those people who haven't lost their marbles and, you know, don't hold extreme views and are rational, reasonable, functioning human beings. I think it's a rather dispirited state of mind at the moment, um, partly because of the presidential race and its likelihood of being a rather uninspiring rematch, partly because the degree of polarization and outright disinformation in this country at the moment is, is clearly, I think, at crisis levels. And, and thirdly and finally, uh, you know, in Congress or on Capitol Hill, the system has uh, largely ceased to work, to be perfectly frank. I mean, yes. it has become just a ridiculous logjam. So the overall fear among anyone who is, shall we say, civic-minded, <clears throat> is that the system is sort of seizing up and failing to address the challenges either domestically or in global affairs 
that uh, the the various arms of the United States government uh, need to and would be expected to address. And just one last point. The last poll I saw as to the outcome between Donald Trump and Joe Biden was just a point in Trump's favour. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Is that it up is to very- date? Yes, that is up to date. It's a very close race right now. If the election were held today, Trump would be a very slight favorite, not only because of that one point edge, but because of the, the vagaries of the electoral college right now, uh, give, tilt the scales slightly in favor of the Republican candidate. Okay, Niall, thank you very much for joining us. It's a very kind of sobering story you have to tell, but we're very grateful to you indeed, Niall Stanage is associate editor of a respected newspaper in Washington, The Hill. We're grateful to Niall, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.